what's up you fucking degenerates we're back again to give you another mock we're gonna we told you we're gonna give you one a week every week until the season starts and here we are again i am joined by your dynasty degenerate mr steven sampson once again how you doing tonight steve good brian what's up degenerates week one of the preseason is officially underway <laughs> yeah some games are worth monitoring and some aren't worth shit but uh, we'll talk about that a little bit as we go in the mock. Uh, we also have a special guest. Ryan is joining us from our listener league. It's one of the added perks of being in our listener league. You might be on an episode. Ryan, how you doing tonight, brother? Uh, doing really well. Pleasure to be here. Oh, dude, the pleasure is all ours. Yeah, I'm excited. Longtime fan. Love the show. I'm ready to get this rolling. Oh, my God. My heart's melting. So, <laughs> so uh, obviously, like we said, we're going to give you a mock. We're just going to give you a straight up PPR mock draft. You know, the kind of thing that you're expecting to draft in a couple of weeks. You know, uh, we're doing one QB, two RB, two wide receiver, one tight end, two flex and five bench. So, you know, I don't see any reason to put it off. So let's jump right in. Let's get our mock on. So we're about to start the mock. Uh, Steven, you are at the two spot. We have humans spread throughout this mock to help us keep it realistic. Uh, friend of the show, Dave Id Cleric is in the four spot. M. Hayes at the five. And Schmitty at the one eight. He's also a Listener League member. How about your brother? And Rye Bread, you're at the one six. How do you feel about being stuck right in the middle like that? I wanted to try to get a feel of the middle of the draft. I think it sometimes can go in your favor, but um, we'll see how it goes. I tend to always like to be at the back end, but you never know. Yeah, same. I I, I want to be on one end or the other. I hate being in the middle. Uh, Steven, how do you feel about the front? I know you you typically prefer the back. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather be in the back, um, just because I in, in all honesty, it's because I don't want to make a choice between the first. Like three guys. <laughs> um, after that, it doesn't really matter. But uh, I've been actually doing better from the middle this year than I did last year. But I, I still prefer the end. I, I'd rather be 10, 11, 12. Mm -hmm. But this will be all right. I, I, I think I can try a different strategy this time. Uh, I might go with the, uh, the the single running back and then load up on some wide receivers. But we'll see how Old it falls. Old RB and chill. Um, I'm definitely, I'm thinking I'm going to try something different too. I, I mean, not quite zero RB, but I think I'm going to go a little more wide receiver heavy than I usually do and see how I like it. You know, usually I really put an emphasis on running back. So I'm going to maybe take a look at some tight ends and, and wide receivers early. I'm still going to fade quarterback as most people should. Um, but we're going to try something new. You know, that's the whole point of mocking is to try different things and see how it comes out. So, uh, that's it. So without further ado, we are Let's hit it hard. So team one takes Alvin Kamara. You're on the clock. You have your pick of McCaffrey and Cook. What are you thinking? I know you do have Kamara ranked number one, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> He's already yeah, apparently, apparently Sleeper knows this. Um, yeah. <laughs> First pick of the draft, Snipe. <laughs> I quit. I surrender. So... 
I'm probably one of the few people that wouldn't just auto-pick McCaffrey here. Um, I don't know that I'm down on McCaffrey, that I'm, you know, fading him. I just don't know about that offense now with the new coach, with the new quarterback. I just don't get the warm fuzzy that I've had with McCaffrey in the past. And I don't know how he's going to hold up after the injury last year. So I think I'm just going to go with Dalvin Cook and take the safe bet. Yeah, I, I feel the same. Dalvin Cook's my number one. So yeah, I um, definitely agree there. Yeah. <laughs> so you take Dalvin Cook. The very next pick was Christian McCaffrey. Ed Cleric takes Aaron Jones. That motherfucker takes Aaron Jones at the 1-4. That's what happens when you draft with people that know you. Jesus. <laughs> uh, whoa. M. Hayes takes Travis Kelsey at the 1-5. That's way too early for me, dude. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm in the minority. I think he deserves first-round consideration, but 1-5? Yeah. Tight end premium, maybe. But in a regular, uh, just a, a one-point PPR, Wow. I mean, yeah. we'll see how it works out for him, but that, that <laughs> for me, would be a little bit high as well. How about you, Ryan? Um, yeah, definitely not a TE premium. I wouldn't take him that early, but um, back of the draft of the first round, I mean, good work. Right there, yeah. I don't know how he's going to go, but that's that's what mocks are for, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking I might take him at the 111, and even then I was like, yeah, do I really want to tight end that early? But like the 115, no, I'm all set. But uh, he takes Travis Kelsey. Now you're on the clock. You have your choice of Derrick Henry, Saquon, Jonathan Taylor, or you could take the Homer pick and say, I'm taking Austin Eckler. <laughs> Definitely crossed my mind. Um, I think Eckler is going to be a beast, but hoping he comes back around. Most likely he'll be gone on the first end of the second. But I'm a big Zeke fan this year. I really am. I think they're going to do something, and um, he's going to come out strong. So. Agreed. I think people are a little yep. too low on Zeke, for sure. So uh, you take Zeke Elliott. The next pick was Jonathan Taylor. Now, Schmitty's on the clock. He has his pick of Derrick Henry, Saquon, and Nick Chubb. He takes Derrick Henry. Saquon goes next. Tyree Kill. Now, I'm on the clock. I have my pick of Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, Austin Eckler. Out of those four guys, the one guy that I believe in more than anybody else is Stefan Diggs. I love me some Stefan. I was super high on him last year going to Buffalo. Um, I wasn't high enough, it turns out, actually. I, I say I was super high, like I predicted his outcome. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't even high enough. I, I, I thought people were too low on him, and they were, and even I was way too fucking low. So I'm, I'm going to take Devontae. I'm going to take Stefan Diggs here. See, I read Devontae Adams' name, and I was like, ooh, maybe. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Stefan Diggs, and I'm going to see what comes back to me. So the next pick was Devontae Adams, then Nick Chubb. So I said I wasn't going to go zero RB, but my other guy is still there, man, DeAndre Hopkins. Ugh. I mean, Ryan, homerism aside, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Hopkins, who do you think is going to help your team more? Um, this is PPR. Yes, sir. I, I think Hopkins is going to get fed the ball a bit this year. Um, I think that the chargers are going to go more towards a pass heavy offense. Um, just a gut feeling this year. So mm, that one's a toughie, but 
you know, the usual bet is a running back, uh, but I would chance it with Hopkins, see how your draft goes. Yeah, I was about to say, I, mean, I think I'm going to roll the dice on the guy that's finished top five the last four years. And I'm going to start wide receiver. I never do this, dude. I'm going to start wide receiver, yeah. wide receiver. Well, you know uh, that you can get a running back in the third and the fourth. So it's not terrible to try it right here, yeah. especially with those two wide receivers. Absolutely. So uh, the very next pick was Austin Eckler, DK Metcalf. Schmitty takes Joe Mixon. And Team 7 takes Pat Mahomes, the first quarterback off the board. And Ryan, you are on the clock. The world is your oyster. So far, you have Zeke Elliott. Lot of big name wide receivers still available and lots of, let's call them upside running backs still available. What are you looking at? Um, I usually always go running back, running back. I mean, that's what's kind of screaming in my face right now. I'm a big Gibson fan. Um, I also think Harris is going to get fed the ball a lot this year, but um, I just can't see. And then Jefferson and Brown, man, I just don't know what they're going to end up being. Ridley is an easy plug and play. So I guess I'll just go with my gut feeling. I'm going to go with Antonio Gibson. I think he's going to be a big uh, touchdown guy and get a lot of points this year. Yeah, I mean, Gibson is somebody that's really just skyrocketing up the ADP right now. Um, it's like it's almost it's not quite at the point where I won't draft him, but we're getting there. If he stays right where he's at in the middle of the second, I'm okay with him. If he crawls up, you know, to to the two one two two, I think that's a little too high. Yeah, so that, that's what I'm saying. I like the middle of the second is kind of like my uh, okay, fine, but like any higher, and I'm out. You know? Yeah. No, I would agree with that. I loved him when he was at the end of the second, maybe early third. That was the best. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, I love grabbing him at the end of the seconds. I mean, I think uh, one of our mocks, I took him at the 3-2. It was perfect, you know? So you took Antonio Gibson. Hayes has Kelsey, and now he has Najee Harris. Uh, Id Cleric takes Clyde Edwards-Hilaire over J.K. Dobbins and DeAndre Swift. I think that's a huge mistake. He's he's a big believer in CEH. I do know that. <sighs> yeah, well, he's a, he won't be after this year. <laughs> The next pick was Justin Jefferson's, and Steven, you are on the clock. You have Dalvin Cook, and Dobbins and Swift are still there if you wanted to start RBRB, and if you want to pick a wide receiver, Calvin Ridley and Keenan Allen are still there. So you also have the tight ends, Kittle and Waller. It's like the whole world's your fucking oyster. I, You know me. I don't take tight ends this early. Um, even with those two guys there, uh, I'm going to pass on them. But I did say at the beginning I was going to try and go with the uh, RB and chill with getting Cook. So I'm going to take Calvin Ridley and hope that uh, Keenan Allen comes back around. Very smart move. So you take Calvin Ridley. The next pick was George Kittle. And A.J. Brown comes off before Keenan Allen. People are way too fucking high on A.J. Brown and way too low on Keenan Allen. And I'm sure Ryan, the resident Homer Charger, will agree Keenan Allen is going to finish above AJ Brown, right? Oh man, he's gonna feast. His route running skills, uh, <laughs> Herbert, man, that guy is just gonna get fed balls. I mean, Mike Williams is already failing us again, just like every other year he's played. So, well, we'll be talking about him a couple directions. So, uh, Stephen, you are on the clock. Keenan Allen is indeed available, and now he, he is. is yours. So your RB and chill strategy is working out quite nicely. Uh, team three takes J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Ed Cleric takes Darren Waller to pair with Aaron Jones and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. 
Uh, he's punting on wide receiver right now. M. Hayes is on the clock. He has Travis Kelsey, Najee Harris. And I'm wondering what he's looking. I mean, do you think he reaches for Terry McLaurin? I mean, not really a reach, but takes Terry McLaurin or Allen Robinson here? I think he takes Robinson. If he uh, if he doesn't take Robinson or doesn't take Swift, I'd be shocked because then, then he's taking like Jacobs or or Josh Allen. And uh, yeah. I think that would be disastrous. Yeah, I think it would be a detriment to his team for sure. Ryan, what do you think about waiting that long for wide receiver? Do you ha- do you kind of have to take Allen Robinson here? I mean, I can see why he wants to take Swift just because there's so little running backs that down the line if you wanted to have another starter. But he just passed up on a prime. I'm, that's who exactly I'm going to take right now. Um, Allen Robinson is just going to get fed balls just like Keenan Allen. He's always been strong. So, Yeah, he's quarterback proof too, so doesn't matter who starts he's gonna get fed mm-hmm. oh he's ever played with his bad quarterback so yeah i mean d- legitimately justin fields even if he's a bust could still be the best quarterback he's ever played with yeah <laughs> so m hayes takes deandre swift you took Allen robinson the next pick was josh jacobs schmitty takes terry mclaurin uh josh allen goes off the board the second quarterback kyler murray's still available that's insane uh, David Montgomery goes, motherfucker. And now I am on the clock. I am RB-less. You got your man, Miles Sanders, there. Oh, God. It is, I mean, <laughs> can you imagine ripping this fucking team to shreds on a judgment if you want? Hey, Miles Sanders is RB1? Fucking Miles Sanders? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... I'm going to punt on running back entirely right now. I'm, I'm slowly switching to zero RB because I don't like the names that are here and I'm not taking any of them. Uh, actually, I do like one, but he'll be there at the turn. I'm going to take Kyler Murray right here, who is my QB one, and I think will give me a positional advantage over the field, which I really need if I'm not going to have a stud running back, which I think is pretty clear at this point I'm not going to. Miles Sanders and Mike Evans were the next picks, and that leaves me wide open to take Travis Etienne. You're going to pass up Chris Carson? Yeah, absolutely. Or Daryl Henderson? Chris Carson. Yeah, I'm passing up both of them, without question. For for E.T., yeah. Which actually, uh, to, just to work Eric into the conversation, he's on vacation, by the way. You know, he, he said he knows the flaw of everybody in the Degenerates League. We were outside of work talking, and uh, I said, oh, what's mine? He goes, you believe too much in, in rookies. Mm-hmm. Mm, I said, yeah, that's not a bad one. <laughs> so, you know, all you hear is that ET is working passing drills, passing drills, passing drills, passing drills. So I love the PPR upside. Obviously, James Robinson is still going to get work. But if I have a chance to get a pass catching, I, I just I can't count on Chris Carson. He's shown it over and over and over. He's not going to play 16 games. He's not going to play 17 games. That's for damn sure. So, and it, like they, they, they wanted to let him go this year. They, they were hoping to replace him. And Daryl Henderson, like, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a decent running back, but I don't trust Sean McVay to give him a future role. So I'm going to take my gamble on ET, and we'll see how it goes. Am I, am I crazy? I think so, but it might work out. Yeah, I mean, the the, the investment's there, but I just don't see it too much. I mean, running back is pretty much the only position you can grab a rookie these days. Yeah, I mean, it's a a super high ceiling, but it's a super low floor. 
know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, if he was going to be your second guy, I have no issue with it whatsoever. It's just you don't know if he goes out and is relevant week one or if you got to wait a few weeks. And if you got to wait a few weeks, that, that severely hurts you. Uh, unless, I mean, you still can make up points with your wide receivers. So there, there is that, and that's part of the strategy. So, And with taking Kyler, you're, you're kind of building in a little bit of extra uh, leverage over the field with that. So it, it might work out. I think for me, I think where you're at, I probably would take Henderson just because I know they're going to use him and, mm-hmm. and he's going to have a pretty safe floor. You're not going to have a high ceiling, but you're going to have a safe floor. I you know what? Agree. I think I'm actually going to scroll down a little bit and I'm going to take Kareem Hunt right here, who was top 10 last year and I think is pretty much a lock for top 15. So I'm going to take Kareem Hunt. I think that's Hunt. a better choice. Yeah. 100%. So uh, even as a two, he still has a a pretty solid role in that offense. Yeah, I agree. So uh, I take Kareem Hunt. The next pick was Julio Jones, followed by Chris Carson. Schmitty is on the clock. He currently has Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon and Terry McLaurin. He follows that up with CD Lamb. His teammate Amari Cooper goes next off the board. And Ryan, you're on the clock. You have Zeke Elliott, Antonio Gibson and Allen Robinson. I would imagine you're either looking at wide receiver, QB, or tight end. What are you thinking? Um, checking on the board, going off some of my personal rankings. I mean, tight end, I'm hoping I can probably grab my guy next round if I really wanted to. So I'll probably pass on that. But let's see here. I think I'm going to go with my boy. Um, I'm a big fan of this QB. He's my home QB, and I think he's going to be on fire this year. <laughs> uh, but... okay so i always gotta me... get a little piece <laughs> let me say that i'm a big fan of justin herbert i think the kid's a fucking stud i would never ever ever draft him before dak prescott i'm just scared of dak this year i mean he's already hurt a little bit i know they're being they're, they're being extra be cautious yeah i just once you get hurt in the preseason, man, it just it always flares up at some point. Yeah, I just yeah, no. I I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm high on Herbert. He's my I think he's my QB five in the rankings, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, five um, or six, somewhere right there. I think know, we're uh, all pretty close with that. I'm su- except for Eric. I'm super <laughs> I'm super high on on uh Herbert. He actually he is my QB five. I Dak Prescott's my QB four, and I just yeah, I can't see it. But oh, it's a little hometown reach. Yeah. Well, you know, we all have a little homer in us. You know, it's, it's tougher to be a homer as a Patriots fan because almost none of them are fantasy relevant, even when they're winning Super Bowls. So maybe that maybe just being a Patriots fan beat it out of us. Uh, so M. Hayes takes Chris Godwin, followed by Tyler Lockett to Id Cleric. I think I've made my thoughts on Tyler Lockett quite clear. And Lamar Jackson goes at the 410. Steven, you are on the clock. You currently have Dalvin Cook, Calvin Ridley, and Keenan Allen. Are you looking to lock up that second RB right here? Uh, I think I have to. Um, and you almost talked me into ET. But I think the case that I made to you for Henderson, I kind of got to <laughs> I gotta follow that and, and take him because I know that the wide receivers that I want uh, would be there on the turn. Yeah. So, I mean, but uh, we're in different situations. You have Dalvin Cook. So, right. you know, for me, I was swinging for the upside of E.T. For you, you don't really need that huge upside. You need somebody that's just safe. 
Yeah. And Henderson is that guy, you know? So uh, you take uh, Henderson. The next pick was Cooper Cup. Then goes DJ Moore. Rockstar sheds a tear. And now you have to pick somebody other than a Carolina Panther. Who are you looking at? So I am going to... I've made my case for him on several shows. I am reaching down and I'm taking Deontay Johnson. <laughs> that was a uh, that was definitely in my next pick. <laughs> I, I, I passed over Woods and I may regret that at the end of the draft. But as oh, my will. wide receiver three, uh, I like the upside that Johnson has. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. As your wide receiver three, you can do a hell of a lot worse. But I, I just, I truly believe more in Robert Woods than Deontay Johnson. I, I think that was a big mistake. But that's just the difference in our rankings. And at the end of the year, no, no, one I of have, us will be right, and one of us will I be have wrong. Woods ranked and, higher. Don't Woods is ranked higher than Johnson. I just, I'm trying something different with this, and I just think that the 140 targets is going to probably be there again. So I, I'm going to take that chance for my wide receiver three. <laughs> I have to take a I have to take a nice safe floor guy as my four though. So, mm-hmm. so uh, you take Deontay Johnson. The next pick was Adam Thielen. Id Cleric has Aaron Jones, Clyde edwards Hilaire, Darren Waller, Tyler Lockett, and his wide receiver two is Robert Woods. Well, I should say Rob, wide receiver one. And yeah. M Hayes is on the clock. He has Kelsey, Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, Chris Godwin. I mean, I know I'm in the minority. I know I'm higher than everybody else. But doesn't he have to take Jamar Chase here? No, there's a way better guy on the, on there right now. Hayes is taking Ayuk. He's yeah, a San Francisco exactly, fan. He's he's taking Ayuk. If he doesn't, uh, I would be shocked. That's what was my next bet too. Um, that's who I would choose in my pick. So he's screaming num- wide receiver one. That's a good second receiver. Yeah. So I mean, I just I'm I'm lower on Ayuk than most. Um, you know, obviously, like he didn't do great last year, but. He also had really bad quarterback play for most of the year. So it's like, is he really that good? You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. He I came just... on the end of the year, though. He he played a, he he did the, the rookie thing and got better at the second half of the season. So I think the upside is there if they get consistent quarterback play. If, they, if they're on a fucking carousel again with, with the quarterbacks, then it's hard for any receiver to get into it with them when they're new to the league. So, And his, his hands are just magnets for the football. Yeah. Sticky. Yeah, he mm-hmm. has excellent ball skills. And I, I don't disagree with any of that. I just, you know what I mean? I, I, I hesitate to, I, all I'm saying is I hesitate to pull the trigger on him just because I, I haven't seen it firsthand, you know? Uh, whoa, Jesus. Did not expect that. So, congratulations, not Ryan. To take, <laughs> not to take a wide receiver. He reaches all the way down for Javonta Williams. Um, Ryan, you pretty much just auto-picked Brandon Ayuk. Uh, you did not hesitate. I think you made your case quite well. <laughs> uh, the very next pick was James Robinson, who I think is borderline useless. And you Schmitty might luck on... out here, though, Brian. You might you might have ET come back to you. Oh my God, dude! Can you imagine? There's no way he makes it past the two auto picks, though. I don't think so, but that um, would be that would be great. <laughs> so Schmitty is on the clock. He has Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Terry McLaurin, CeeDee Lamb. That is a fucking great squad, man. And if I'm him, I'm looking real hard at TJ Hawkinson to add that stud tight end to my two stud running backs and two stud wide receivers. What do you, what do you think, Ryan? I would 100% jump on that. I mean, that's who I would target next round. I mean, they have nothing on the Lions, and 
the only thing you have to worry about is I don't think they're going to get that many uh, touchdowns. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> hey, at so least he, it wasn't an auto pick. Yeah, he takes E.T., followed by Kyle Pitts, Mark Andrews. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I feel just, like he was uh, listening in. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know he has a he has a feed. He must. So side note, you know, earlier tonight, the uh, Miami Dolphins played and Malcolm Brown got the start. And that was very concerning. And then I saw he had nine rushes for like six yards. And Miles Gaskin had, I think it was like 40 yards on eight attempts or something. Like, it was ridiculous. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I, yeah, I apologize Ga- Gaskin, for that. I watched it. Gaskin played the first two series. Um, looked look fine. But their offensive line is fucking trash. They, they, oh, was it bad? They have to. Yeah. Oh, dude, Tua was running all over the place. Um Malcolm Brown would get to the line and get stuffed. They they would throw the I mean Chicago has a good defense. So their their front four are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um and and they look like they've gotten better since last year. So I don't I'm not as concerned being it was the first game uh against a tough defense like that, but there is if if it happens next week, there definitely is concern. Yeah. So I'm going to skip past Miles Gaskin, obviously, I need a running back. That's not a. It's not a secret. Um, Jamar Chase is super tempting right here. I'm going to talk myself into it. Look out, guys! I'm going to talk myself into it. Jamar Chase. I mean, <laughs> of the guys in the in that range, other than him, your best next choice is going to be like Juju or Higgins. So, I, yeah. I mean, I would even I would have trouble passing up on him right there, Brian. I, I can't lie. I mean, I, I probably with, with Galladay already nursing an injury. I trying to get him a little bit later now. Uh, Michael Thomas, obviously, we know we're not taking him, and th- the other guys there, you take the chance on. You might as well take the chance on the rookie with with a ton of upside. I was gonna say I don't know if I'm the only one, but I'm still a Higgins over Chase fan. So I mean, it, it all depends on what you're going for. If you want that safe floor, T. Higgins is your guy. If you're swinging for the fences, it's Jamar Chase. You know, and where I have Diggs and Hopkins, I can swing for the fences. So right now, I'm really gonna reach. You thought that was a reach? Watch me reach here. Uh, oh, I already know you're taking. Uh, go ahead, say it. Way down. Take a go running back. Go ahead, Michael say Carter. It. Michael Carter. Off the board. <laughs> you kind of have to where you're at with, with starting running backs. There's like three left. I so. could not take the chance of getting sniped. I had to take Michael Carter right there. And it kind of hurt right. to skip pack Mike Davis. <laughs> um, because as much as I shit on Mike Davis, he does have a role and it's a reasonably safe one. But uh, you wouldn't have I got just, Michael Carter. No, he I wouldn't have got past me back. on my second. Because I would have taken him in the seventh. <laughs> Just out of spite. So No, because uh, I, I would have needed a third running back. He yeah. would have been the guy. So I take Michael Carter, followed by Michael Thomas, OBJ. T. Higgins goes to Schmitty. Uh, team seven takes Juju. And Ryan, you are on the clock. You currently have Zeke, Antonio Gibson, Alan Robinson, Justin Herbert, and Brandon Ayuk. Two running backs, two wide receivers, a quarterback. Are you looking tight end? Or are you looking to fill those flex spots? Um, the I think hawk I was is just, still uh, there, dude. I think I was just gifted the hawk. So, um, 
I'm going to take him. I think he's going to be reliable. That probably the best floor of anybody outside the top three tight ends. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I think it's a great pick. Yeah. As much as we're down on Andrews with the recent injuries to the wide receiver core in Baltimore, I think his value goes back up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, my, my process of elimination. <laughs> it's like the same thing we've seen the last two fucking years. It's like we tell people to stay away from Mark Andrews because they are actively trying to replace him. And then everybody gets hurt or they just fucking blow and he has a huge role. And now it looks like he's in the he's in line for the same fucking huge role again, despite drafting a wide receiver in the first fucking round. It's like, it drives me nuts. Yeah. But, yeah. So you take Hawkinson. The next pick was uh, M. Hayes takes Claypool. Ed Cleric takes Aaron Rodgers way too fucking high. Uh, Dak Prescott should have been your pick if you wanted a quarterback. And Team 3 takes Kenny Galladay. I'll, I, I think that's too high, too. But that leaves some great picks available for you, Steven. I mean, I, I know you're high on Dak, too. Is he staring you right in the face right now? He is, but if I pass on Mike Davis here, he will not get back to me. And where you took Carter, he's pretty much the last... Full season starter, I think, that's yeah. left. Lock, locked in starter, um, dude. I mean, yeah. Other than that, I, I don't even want to speculate because there's nobody that gives me a warm fuzzy. So I'm going to take Davis here and hope that Dax make, makes a turn for me. And if he doesn't, I'll have to think about whether <laughs> no. I take a tight end or not. I can tell you right now, Team 1 has to start thinking about running backs, which they do not. So you take Mike Devin, you take Mike Davis, followed by Cortland Sutton, and Dak Prescott to Team 1, who currently has Alvin Kamara, George Kittle, A.J. Brown, Cooper Cup, D.J. Moore, Cortland Sutton, and Dak Prescott. We might as well rename this the bus team. Good Lord. Those wide receivers are brutal. <laughs> Even his tight end. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm still. I'm still pretty fucking high on George Kittle. Don't get me wrong, but uh, man, AJ Brown, Cooper Cup, DJ Moore. If I believed any less in those guys, they'd be off my board completely. Like I'm not drafting them at their ADP right now. But whatever. That's an aside. So Stephen, you currently have Delvin Cook, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, Daryl Henderson, Deontay Johnson, Mike Davis. You're back on the clock. Dak did not make the turn. Is this where you take your tight end? I mean, right at the top of ADP is Noah Fant, or do you start looking at wide receiver uh, running back options? Um, I can't, I can't not consider taking Fant here, but I really don't want to yet. I don't blame you. Because um, I think I can get better value at a tight end later. I, I just, I don't like any of the options that I'm looking at right now i i'm pro i have to take judy i think i don't i'm not i don't know I, i'm not the big judy believer that you that you are um and it's more you're, that i don't know full that, tilt right now well i am i i really because it's the offense man i don't know i don't know who to trust in that offense for the quarterback and judy didn't show me a lot last year i really want him to prove it but there's nobody else that i want to take in this range, everybody else that I'm looking at most likely makes it back to me. Um, I'm going to do it. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to hate my team by, by doing this. I don't think, I mean, for my fourth guy, <laughs> I, I'm fine with, with waiting for some upside from him. Yeah. I mean, if you caught, if you caught the game today with the Broncos for the preseason, I mean, Judy looked pretty crisp on those routes. 
Yeah. That was never really his issue, though. His hands. Had, yeah. It was drops and it was bad quarterback play. But I know Locke looked a lot better today, too. So It's like the opposite of Ayuk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't really have drop. He didn't have a drop issue in college, so I'm I'm kind of hoping that'll work itself out. I should. I was about to say counting on. I I'm hoping it'll work itself out because I yeah. can't really count on it. Because uh, it was definitely an issue last year. Um. So you take Jerry Judy. The very next pick was Noah Fant. Id Cleric adds Chase Edmonds to the running back core. M Hayes is on the clock. Um. He takes Debo, and Ryan, you are on the clock. What are you thinking about here? Um, I was kind of looking at the board, wondering how things would fall right here. Um, I'm a big Chenault fan. Uh, don't think Lawrence can, I don't know, have a couple top receivers this year, though. So with Jones there, I don't know if he's going to get as enough playing time or at least enough targets. I think I'm going to go for the next wide receiver one, get my first flex, and go for Robbie Anderson. Um, not a big Darnold fan, but I think he can. that connection is still alive there, and I think Robbie showed that he, he can make it work. See, I, I'm not a big Robbie Anderson guy. Um, you know, he's definitely shown some promise over the years, but literally none of his promise has ever been shown when Sam Donald was quarterback. I'm more worried about the connection than I am about the wide receiver himself. Um, all right. So Schmitty's doing me dirty, dude. He's yes, doing he me is. fucking dirty. <laughs> he, he listens to the show. <laughs> so uh, after Robbie Anderson, to DJ Chark, Schmitty takes Trey Sermon after taking ET. He is purposely trying to snipe me and I fucking know it. And I fucking hate you. <laughs> Uh, well done, Schmitty. You're automatically <laughs> entered into the drawing this month. <laughs> <laughs> so the very next pick was Devonta Smith, Leonard Fournette, and now I am back on the clock. Um, I was definitely going to take Trey Sermon with that pick. There's no question about it. Um, now I have my pick of Melvin Gordon, Raheem Mostert, Ronald Jones at running back. So I'm just going to skip running back. I'm not taking those fucking guys. You don't want Melvin Gordon for part of the year? What? How long? I, I mean, I would say at least the first half. That's my issue, though, is 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 how long. And it's like, if he played half the year, he would definitely be worth this pick, for sure. I'm not sure it's that long, because there's, like, I mean, there's a real chance Javante Williams was the best running back in this draft. Mm -hmm. So No, I, it, I don't disagree with you, and he's, he's looked good in camp from what i've seen i like i didn't see that game today and i know he did play a little not a lot but yeah i th i um, think javonta williams th there's a chance that he's the lead dog week one i think it's a small chance but it's a chance so you know like i said you know we're back to you know zero rb i gotta swing for the fucking fences so i'm not gonna yeah. take melvin gordon because that's a floor pick mm -hmm. um I feel like Jones is getting a little shafted here. I think he's not as bad as everybody makes him yeah. out to. He gets shafted every year because the the team doesn't want him. They've tried to replace yeah. him multiple, you know, in multiple years. They've made it clear that he wasn't their lead back. They brought in Fournette, and this year they brought in Gio Bernard. Yet he's still the the RB one on the team. He's the RB one on the depth chart. So I get completely what you're saying. I I'm not down on him like a lot of people are, but it's tough to take anybody 
in that offense as far as running backs, just because you don't know when his own team who, doesn't want him to be the guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know what? I'm going to reach down a little bit here, and I'm going to take somebody that I really believe in that I've been touting pretty highly from the beginning, and I'm going to take my fourth wide receiver in Antonio Brown, who I think could be the number one wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I'm going to grab him and just see what falls. So the next pick was Dallas Goder, Raheem Mostert, and now I have Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Jamar Chase, Antonio Brown at wide receiver. My running backs are Kareem Hunt and Michael Carter. And uh, man, I'm going to pick another floor. I'm going to pick a floor running back. I'm not going to swing for the fences on this one. Uh, Jesus, now they're looking at his numbers. Fuck that. Do you Uh, consider David Johnson here, Brian? (laughs) No. No, I was looking at Damian Harris, and that's who I was about to pick. And then I looked at his numbers from last year, and it's like he he barely makes a double digits. Like, you can't take Patriots. Just don't don't draft Patriots, period. Um, I'm going to take Zach Moss, who I think has a real chance to be the lead dog for the Bills. And it's super, super scary. Because for whatever reason, they are fucking in love with Devin Singletary. But, and I mean, I, I've heard beat writers come on the radio like, well, yeah, the offense looked different with Singletary out there. You know, he just adds a little something. He just adds a little something. And it's like, dude, what fucking games do you watch? Like, he sucks. He's not good. You know, like, I don't fucking get it, man. Like, Zach Moss is better. He's flat out fucking better. But they don't want to give him the chance. Is he the Bills fucking Ronald Jones? I don't know. But I don't know. I, you know what? I'm talking myself into A.J. Dillon. I'm taking A.J. Dillon. Fuck that. <laughs> fucking I Bills. mean, Zach was a preseason darling right now for camp. But yeah, but he, he didn't play. Now he got this a hammy. Week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, as much as you should on Singletary, he looked really good in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What was it? Eight carries for 52? Not bad. Something like that, yeah. And he had a couple of catches. He, he, I mean, the thing is, is he's he's the definition of an average running back that you can play, you know, week to week, but you're not going to get much more than 10 points. Maybe if he gets a touchdown. But he's just he's just average. There's not exceptional skills. Um, He's not lacking in, in a ton of skills. It's just... He's just well, he's a terrible. Player. He is a terrible fucking pass catcher. His metrics are way below average, pretty much. Pretty much in every pass catching category, and I think that's most of the reason they fade him. He's not a terrific runner either. No, he's not. He's he's not a Hall of Fame guy. He's he's just average. I mean, for NFL quality, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He's just any other team other than Buffalo, where they where they had a, a reasonable running back core he would just be like the third string. Yeah. And I mean, I don't mind him being a second fiddle guy, but they want to split it 50, 50 and it shouldn't be, it should be, you know, fucking 65, 25. And then the end I of the day, I did that math wrong, didn't I? <laughs> and then the end of the day, I would say who's, who's running the football in. It's not any of those guys, Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. So I take AJ Dillon. Uh, the next pick was Tom Brady, followed by Jalen Waddell. Uh, Schmitty takes Matt Stafford because he didn't have to snipe me in this round. Uh, Kenyon Drake goes, Ryan, you are on the clock. We ate up some of your time, and I apologize for that. But who are you looking at here? 
I was looking at that time. I was kind of looking through guys while you guys were talking, and then <laughs> there's just a bunch of nobodies that I don't want right now. Oh, this I mean, is the I dead zone. Flares. Dead yeah, I see some flares that maybe I could take, but uh, I would love a running back right now. I just don't see anybody that's popping out. Yeah, welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I can't. Even though I was talking about Jones, I can't. Make, I can't do it. <laughs> 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 of the landscape that's left for starters, you got Gordon Jones. Um, I don't consider Connor the starter. Um, and then David Johnson. David Johnson, I guess. Or I mean, Harris is the starter. There's no getting around that. He is the starter in New England, but we always use a committee, and I don't expect that to change. Yeah, he's the starter that gets 35% of the snaps. <laughs> I think some of those guys will be there when I come back. So I'm going to I'm gonna fill a spot with somebody that I didn't get the pick last round and I liked. Um, I'm going to go Chenault. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. So uh, you take LaVisca Chenault, who obviously has a lot of upside. M. Hayes is on the clock. He has Travis Kelsey, Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, Chris Godwin, Javonta Williams, Chase Claypool. And Debo Samuel, obviously top flight tight end. Uh, I love his running backs. Do you feel like maybe he needs to add us, take a swing on wide receiver to bolster this a little bit? I mean, these are guys that I like. Don't get me, I mean, I'm not down on. Like I don't avoid owning them, but I don't see a guy here that I'm like, oh well, yeah, lock top twelve. I mean, Godwin's the only one with some floor to him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Clay, I mean, Claypool and Samuel can both disappear from week to week. Um, I mean, I, I probably would be looking for somebody that has some big, you know, a decent floor with some big swing. Um, that's not who I would have. I, I don't mind the pick, but that's not who I would have been looking at there. I think he was looking for the floor of that because that's what usually Landry is. He's a good floor. He, he, oh, he's a solid floor. Solid. Yeah. Yeah, he, he barely in the top 30s. Uh, so he takes Jarvis Landry. Um, the very next pick was James Conner, followed by Melvin Gordon. Steven, you are on the clock. You have Dalvin Cook, Daryl Henderson, and Mike Davis at running back. You have Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson, and Jerry Judy at wide receiver. You do not own a quarterback or a tight end to this point. So are you starting to look at those positions, or do you keep wanna, do you want to keep building death? Um, I'm not taking the quarterback here. I might, t- I'll probably take it on the nine. I'm looking at whether or not I should take Ronald Jones here, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take another wide receiver and it's going to be somewhat controversial, but I'm taking Brandon Cooks. I'm fine with it in the eighth round. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because I think he's the only well, he he's the only wide receiver one left um, that's that's out there. Who's going to throw it to him? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not even going to speculate. But I think that as far as an upside play from week to week, that's that's my guy. Um, and just knowing that I just sniped David is even better. Yeah, so Ed Cleric just wrote in the chat, was hoping Cooks would come back. Sorry, bro. Uh, so you took Cooks. The next pick was Ronald Jones. David Johnson goes. Those were the two running backs you were looking at. So now do you start looking at your quarterback? I'm assuming you're talking about Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the, the rookies that are there, I'm not taking Lawrence. I wouldn't mind taking Burrow. All signs point that he's going to be ready week one, but all the information I've gotten is that he's kind of gun shy on using that that knee right now. So I do know that athletes sometimes it takes them a little bit. I mean, when Tom Brady got hurt, it took him the full season to get comfortable on it. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, 2008 and, was rough. I mean, 2009 yeah. rather. So I'm going to take Tannehill with with the addition of Julio. Uh, I think. I think he has a real good chance to repeat what he did last year. I think it's a safe floor play with some upside. Yep. So uh, you take Tannehill. The next pick was Damian Harris. Id Cleric, after getting sniped, doesn't get Brandon Cooks. He takes Cole Beasley. What a huge Anti-vax fucking mistake. Beasles. <laughs> He's got the Beasles. <laughs> uh, M. Hayes takes Tyler Boyd and Ryan. You are on the clock. You currently have Zeke Elliott and Antonio Gibson at running back. That is it. You have Allen Robinson, Brandon Ayuk, Robbie Anderson, and LaVisca Chenault at wide receiver. You have your quarterback, Justin Herbert, and you have your tight end, TJ Hawkinson. So, you know, the, the, the positions you usually take one of are filled. You have four wide receivers. You have two running backs. Your your starting roster is done. So what are you looking at here? What do you want to add depth to? God, I mean, I pretty much am only looking at running back right now. I feel I feel like the rest of the even ones that people would think about would probably go away by the time it comes back around. Um, we're back to the question of Singletary Moss. I mean. <laughs> I like I like Edwards I do, um, but I do think it might be the Dobbins show at the end of the day. Ah, this is a tough one. No, you were very smart to stay away from Gus Edwards. I'll throw that out there. Edwards is only an injury handcuff. That that's the only way he's fantasy relevant from week to week. He he mm-hmm. may have a splash here and there, um, but you can't play him as a flex guy, and with any conviction behind it. Um, and I wish I had a soundbite of Eric going, I love Gus Bus. I, I like Gus. I, I like the upside that he has like in best ball because there's, there's going to be weeks where he's going to have a couple of touchdowns, a few receptions, because they're still going to use him. But unless Dobbins gets hurt, he's not going to be a staple in that offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the try, mm-hmm. the try and predict those weeks would be just Yeah, yeah he, he's a best ball play or an injury handcuff. So what are you looking at? The two other only others, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to take Singletary, but the two others, I would say McKissick. The only reason I'm not taking him because I already have Gibson. Um, and Williams, I think, is interesting. But, again, I don't really want to touch the Detroit Lions that much. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Singletary. I think he'll be a good backup, and you never know. They might give him the ball more. Singletary over Moss? I don't like hammies. I don't like that. Now I've seen it all. All right. <laughs> so you take to have a Singletary. The next pick was Trevor Lawrence. Finally goes off the board. Schmidt is on the clock. He's looking for the guy I have ranked highest. He does he not. Took him. Oh, he didn't. Oh, my <laughs> God. He almost got back to me. <laughs> so. Uh, Jesus. So Schmidt takes Tyler Higby. Gasecki goes to team nine and team 10 takes Irv Smith. Good lord, man. I can't catch a fucking break. 
Oh, I couldn't buy a break if I won the lottery. Um, I'm going to take Zach Moss here unenthusiastically. Team 12 <laughs> takes Joe Burrow and Bobby Tonyan. Oh, the second <sighs> quarterback run's about to happen. Yeah, right. Um, so as far as tight ends go, it's getting pretty fucking thin, bro. Um, there's really nobody left that has, you know, quote unquote, a ton of upside. Um, I could just take Logan Thomas here. That's what I'm, I'm going to take Logan Thomas. I got to lock that position down and start looking everywhere else. Start building my depth. So, uh, Logan Thomas goes team 10 takes Jalen hurts. Uh, the computer is deciding what they want to pick. They pick Mark, uh, Marquise Brown. Smitty is on the clock. He currently has Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Travis Etienne, Trey Sermon at running back. He has Terry McLaurin, CD Lamb, T. Higgins at wide receiver. He has Stafford and Higby. So, I mean, you'd have to think he he has to be looking at wide receiver here. Like, I don't see how you can't. And the only one that I would even consider is Will Fuller, personally. It, it, Ryan, do you do you have anybody else on your list that you'd be looking at wide receiver? Uh, I mean, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Will Fuller, I think, is a as long as he's healthy, he's a top receiver, especially in the offense I think they're trying to create there. Ugh. And show enough, he takes Will Fuller. Team 7 takes Rob Gronkowski. You are now on the clock. Like we talked about your last pick, the world is your oyster. You're just adding depth. So what are you looking at here? Um, I mean, Corey Davis is always interesting. I mean, just the Jets offense, I... They're a total mystery, so I don't know what they're going to end up doing. Take my Williams, dude. You're a homo. Uh, Take my Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's that much I, of a homer. Yeah, I just can't do it, man. I can't touch that guy. I don't know. The team are even I – believe, I believe I saw some news that they don't even want to re-sign him next year. They're already – That is correct. He, he's gone, yeah. So, I mean, that's just – the confidence is just out the window right there. No, the rookies you guys have and, and the, the second-year players, Mike Williams, they'll be able to part with him at any time, even in in preseason, and they'll be fine. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take a reach on this. I think I can have some fun with this uh, time in the draft, and I'm gonna go with some Darnell Mooney. I think. Uh, oh, you son of a bitch! God, he wasn't getting back to you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't gonna get back to you. He's he's on my short list. He he would have gone ten or eleven if he was there. I got two other guys. A, you don't even a Mooney guy. What are you just doing out of spite? No, I'm doing it. I'm doing it on upside. This is the <laughs> point in the draft where I'm looking for the, the steal of the draft. The steal of the draft. So uh, you take Darnell Mooney. M Hayes takes Trey Lance as their QB one. Good lord, man! I thought I was gambling. Uh, Ed Cleric takes Curtis Samuel as his wide receiver for, oh my God, this is getting thin. Uh, team three takes Michael Pittman and Steven, you are on the clock. You currently have Dalvin cook, Daryl Henderson and Mike Davis at running back. And that's it. Your wide receivers are Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson, Jerry Judy, Brandon cooks, and your quarterback is Ryan Tannehill. You have yet to take a tight end, sir. Yeah, I will. Tight end. Oh, wait. The guy I want is going to be there. So uh, I'll wait. I can take a tight end in the last round. It's Cook, um, isn't it? It's Cook. Uh, no. 
Although he this year he's not a bad choice. No, I'm actually back. high on Cook. Um, I, no, I'm taking I'm I'm taking Marvin Jones. He, he's my guy this year. So, oh, I don't wait me for a second. Yeah, that's a great pick, Marvin Jones. Uh, the next pick was Hunter Henry, followed by that bum Mike Williams. And Stephen, you're back on the clock. So, what are you looking at here? I'm going to take my last running back of this draft, and I am taking Mr. Tony Pollard because I think he's going to have an independent role and. If Zeke misses any time, he's the guy. I don't blame you for a second. I think it's a really, really good pick, especially in the 11th round. So Rashad Bateman goes, and then Naheem Hines goes to Ed Cleric to be his running back five. Okay. Uh, M. Hayes is on the clock. He, his QB well, it's actually one. his running back four because he's got both Arizona guys. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice that. Thank you, Steven. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, I would not be drafting those two guys together personally. Back-to-back rounds, too. Wow, we should have talked about that a little more, huh? I didn't see it. <laughs> I just now saw it when I was looking at his running backs. So, uh, oh, my God. And here we go again. So, Hayes has DeAndre Swift, who we drafted in the third round. And in the 11th round, he takes Jamal Williams. Yeah, yeah that's, I don't with 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 Swift being hurt right now. I I actually don't hate that as much as I should. Um, yeah, see, I fucking hate it. Yeah, it's it's no because I think it's a hamstring, isn't it? Oh, groin. Oh, groin. Yeah, no, I don't hate that at all because he, he may miss time throughout the season with that. So I, I don't. Where it's his fourth running back, I I don't completely hate it with the landscape that's there. Yeah, see, for my fourth running back, I'm looking for somebody with, with more upside. I mean, not that I don't think Jamal Williams is upside, but I don't want an injury handcuff. No, but he might not. guy. Yeah, but he might not be able to to start Javante Williams first thing. So at least he can roll uh, what the other Williams out if uh, Swift's going to miss a couple games early. So we both agree his running back core is dreadful. All right, so uh, Ryan's on the clock. He currently has... See how I cut you off? You don't even have a chance. Yeah, no, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah Zeke Elliott, Antonio Gibson, and Devin Singletary at running back. Your wide receivers are Allen Robinson, Brandon Ayuk, Robbie Anderson, Lewis Schnault, and Darnell Mooney. You have Justin Herbert and TJ Hawkinson. So, obviously, you're very balanced. You have a little bit of everything. Are you starting to look for that running back now, or... Do you think you'll wait a little bit longer? I mean, Gus Edwards is really a guy that must be calling your name, right? Yeah, I was actually looking at Gus. Um, but for some reason, the name that keeps popping up for me is Kenneth Gainwell. I think he's going to be used a bit. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I think, gonna, I think I'll take a reach on him at this time um, and go Gainwell. I think Hertz is going to dump it off a lot more than we think. And I don't think Sanders is that guy anymore. Sanders still can't catch the fucking ball. <laughs> so the problem with, and we, we talked about this last year a bit in the preseason, is that mobile quarterbacks typically don't dump off a lot because they look at the run. Like Tom Brady looks at a running back three yards ahead of him and goes, yeah, fuck it all, all day. Somebody like Lamar Jackson looks at a running back three yards in front of him and goes, nah, never mind. I'll take it. Just turn around and block. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what scares me about Gainwell is I think he's a great pass catcher. But I don't like the situation he's in just because Hertz is so mobile, you know? Plus, they have like 18 running backs on their team right now. Yeah, they'll cut it down. 
Uh, oh, so, I know they will, but <laughs> it, it's just it's they're they're all bad running backs in front of him. Yeah, well, that's good. So uh, the next pick was Corey Davis, followed by Elijah Moore, Baker Mayfield, Michael Gallup. I am on the clock. I currently have Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Jamar Chase, and Antonio Brown at wide receiver. My running backs are Kareem Hunt, Michael Carter, A.J. Dillon, Zach Moss, and I have Kyler Murray and Logan Thomas in my one-spot positions. So, geez, Louise. I don't know what to do here, man. Like, I'd love to add... I want to swing for the fences on another, on, 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 uh, another running back, but I just can't. There's just there aren't any left. There's nobody just left that Henry has that kind of upside. You know you want to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm looking at the wide receivers, and I mean, I have a ton of upside at wide receiver, but my I have a feeling my running backs might be pretty bad. So I need even more upside, and that is why I am. I'm Are looking, looking at, at Arizona. I no. Wow, I, you're passing on your guy. That's a, say, that's surprising. Uh, because I have Hopkins. I, say, I mean, I know that you makes probably sense. don't want to stay near it with the running back room, but I think they took him for a reason this year. Is I'd be looking at uh, Bernard. Bernard. Oh, Geo. Geo. Yeah. Yeah. No, not this early. Later. Later. Uh, now Steve's gonna snipe me. Thanks for I'm reminding not, no. him, you piece of shit. I'm not. No, no, I got Pollard. I told you I'm done with running backs. Okay, I won't. So, Schmitty, Schmitty's taking him on twelve five. I would pretty much bet. But <laughs> so you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna reach for the ceiling, and I'm gonna take Amon Ross St. Brown, who has all the talent in the world, and if he simply tries, could be a great player. That's so, such a lazy pick, Brian. It's very lazy. But, you know, I've worked hard today. <laughs> so the uh, the next two players off the board were Mark uh, Miko Hardman and Henry Ruggs at the turn. And now I am back on the clock. <sighs> so I'm looking at all the players. And, I mean, I already know who my last pick's going to be. I got that on lock. So, oh, I know who it is, too. He's not getting back to you. Yes, he is. I I would bet money against it. I'm going to take Giovanni Bernard. I don't blame you for taking him there, but Manny's probably not going to get back to you. Oh, come on. You thought I was going to take Manny? Give me a break. For your last pick of the draft? Team 10 takes Devontae Parker. Team 9 takes Gus Edwards. Schmitty is on the clock. He can't snipe me in this round, so he can have whoever he wants instead of just trying to fuck with me. Um, He currently has... Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, E.T., Trey Sermon at running back. His wide receivers are Terry McLaurin, C.D. Lamb, T. Higgins, Will Fuller, and Elijah Moore. His quarterback is Matt Stafford. His tight end is Tyler Higby. Uh, Schmitty is building a fucking squad. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, he's, got mean, a, he's got a decent team. And I don't know if it's just because he's taking all the guys that I'm high on. <laughs> like, is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I would say I that team is looking fire. I was a little jealous. Yeah, he he be he grabbed. I was hoping he'd get back to me. Then I would have taken the tight end in the tenth. But that's the only player he took that I would call a, a snipe on me. But he's got a good squad. Yeah. 
He'll pick any he second. Pick any. Even Will Fuller in the tenth, man, that was just oh, a that's steal. a steal. Steal. Yeah. If I didn't want to take Jones because I didn't expect him to get back, I probably would have taken Fuller because I wanted to take another running back in the eleventh because I didn't expect that Pollard would make it through two rounds. I mean, I gotta say, Jones going in the tenth this year is just—it's crazy how he's getting frowned upon so much. Yeah. Or people are just leaving them there on purpose. So Schmitty apparently is going to take Eric's advice, and he is going to Justin Fields in the 12th round to back up Stafford. And after what I saw today, I don't fucking blame him. That was going to be my last pick was Justin Fields. He looked fucking good. He looked good, dude. So Fields goes, then Evan Engram and... Ryan, you are on the clock. The world's your oyster. Your roster is filled. You're just adding depth. Um, See how he won't let me get anything in about fields there? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not letting you. Yeah, no. We'll talk about it at the end. We're going to talk about it at the end. Don't blame you. All right. There's a a couple players I want to talk about at the end, and he's one of them. So uh, you're on the clock. You know, is there anybody you like to take real late like this? Maybe way above ADP, you know, whatever. Uh, You know, you only have two picks left, so. I mean, at this point, I mean, I do if I – there is some wide receivers, but I think my depth is pretty solid there. I do like Nelson Aguilar. I like Russell Gage this year. It's pretty much it for the wide receiver range. Uh, at this point, like, I honestly – I would probably go QB just because I think there might be a little bit of a run on that. Maybe. But I'm just going to go with my gut here and – so before you even pick, let me ask, uh, you know, you have Justin Herbert, who's pretty much locked in for top eight. Do you think about taking the dart throw on Deshaun Watson? Like if he plays, you have two top five quarterbacks. Maybe you can trade one, get something else in an area of need. You know, whatever. I mean, that's definitely a thought, but I mean, that's a potential too that he could just sit on my bench all year thinking that he could come back. I mean, we yeah, but no in idea. the 12th round, it wouldn't kill you. That's true. You can always drop them. But I've always had the mentality, if you get somebody just to draft, it, it might blow up in your head. Or just a trade, it's going to blow up in your face. Oh, that's absolutely true. I, I That's kind of how I draft. I wouldn't take them. I'm asking if you would. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I wouldn't take that. I mean, at this point, I mean, being a mock, I mean, I usually take this guy at the end. I mean, I don't try to take two of them as often, but... I'm going to go with uh, Jared Cook, another hometown hero, and I think he's going to get fed the ball. I mean, Herbert hometown likes big hero. guys. He hasn't even caught a pass yet. Hometown hero. <laughs> hey, I, I like his – I watched I watched the, the camps. He looked good. <laughs> oh, John, don't get me wrong. People are too low on him. They don't believe in him, and they're wrong. I, I believe in Jared Cook. If I didn't have Logan Thomas, I'd have Jared Cook. Uh, so M. Hayes is on the clock. And he's in the listening league. He has Travis Kelsey, Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, Chris Godwin, Javonta Williams, Chase Claypool, Debo Samuel, Jarvis Landry, Tyler Boyd, Trey Lance, uh, Jamal Williams. And he adds to that Adam Trotman. Uh, Ed Cleric takes Lamar Murray. And Deshaun Watson finally goes to team three, who already has Lamar Jackson. So they kind of did the same thing I was talking about with you. And Steven, you are on the clock. What are we looking at here? I will take my tight end 
and <gasps> Mr. Finally. Yeah, he was yeah, he was the only guy I was considering outside of Logan Thomas and Jaron Cook. So I would have considered Troutman as well. Um if if Komet went, but mm. he looked good in, in that game today, regardless of who was throwing to him. So Yeah. I think that the step forward is actually gonna be real. Does Jesse James kind of scare you though? Because he seemed no, a little not at prominent. All. Jesse James is like the third or fourth string tight end, and he's more of a blocker than a receiver. He was prominent because um, Jimmy Graham didn't play, and Komet was only out there for like the first, I think, the first quarter, and maybe mm-hmm. like was he? He might have been there early in the second, but he didn't play the full the whole first half. So maybe he's earning a role. Who Jesse James? Yeah, he is. He's the third string tight end. He's a blocker. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's always been the backup. Whole yeah, he, he he's he's never really been relevant, even in Pittsburgh. So I gotta ask why why do you guys ever bring up Smith? I mean, did you see him in that game? He looks like a beast as usual. Smith, who? Johnu. Oh, I'm I'm not concerned about Johnu at all. He he's no. gonna be fine in New England. Yeah, no, I mean, I I. I think he'll be fine. It's just it's it's a it's a matter of you know what do you expect out of him? You know, I, I I'm expecting subpar quarterback play out of Cam Newton, and he has to split tight end reps with Hunter Henry. So, you know, I'm, I'm fine with John, who I just don't want to draft him. You know, just like every other Patriot, I'm happy to have him on my team. I just don't want to draft him. Like if we were if we were a little deeper, um, then I might. You know, take him if I was going to hold a second tight end, I might take a shot on Johnu, but it's going to be tough to predict week to week um, who it's going to be. So I much mm-hmm. I much prefer take Komet because I I believe that early in the season he's going to be the number one target at, at the tight end position in Chicago. So uh, and I'm anyways. not worried about when they change quarterbacks. So um, my my next pick is going to be a quarterback. So uh, Matt Ryan and Russell Gage, back-to-back to the same team, went off the board. Steven, you are back on the clock. Unfortunately, we ate up most of your clocks. So you're going to have to make your pick oh, relatively quick. I'm good. It, I'm I'm on the fence between taking uh, – I mean, Cousins is there. It's a good, good safe bet, but I kind of got a pretty solid floor with Tannehill. So I'm looking at taking either Tua or Zach Wilson, and I think after watching Tua and the improvements and the upside with the – potential with his legs i'm going to take a shot on tua oh man i really wanted him <laughs> so the next pick was nelson Aguilar. id cleric takes blake jarwin m hayes takes rondale moore and ryan you're on the clock you currently have zeke elliott antonio gibson devin singletary kenny gainwell at running back your wide receivers are Allen Robinson, Brandon Ayuk, Robbie Anderson, LaVisca Chenault, Darrell, Darnell Mooney. You have two tight ends with TJ Hawkinson and Jared Cook, which both have taught top eight upside. And you have Justin Herbert. So the world's your oyster. You can pick anybody in the world you want. Uh, it's your very last pick in the draft. So what are you looking at? I feel probably the safe bet would be Cousins. I mean, but just like... I think I'm going to go Zach Wilson. I think um, 
I so, I mean, see that in, in redraft, in redraft, do you typically hold two tight ends and two quarterbacks? Uh, I mean, I, I draft them sometimes depending on where I land in tight end. Um, grabbing Cook right there is something I usually don't do all the time. But I always like having a backup um, quarterback, somebody to see what they're going to do, and I can drop them if I don't want them. Five bench spots, Five. Ryan. Five. Twenty percent of your roster is guys you don't want to play. Come on, man. All right, all right. If I'm gonna take a leap here. Take it, dive. The the pool's deep enough, I promise. All right. You don't you I'm don't even have to stretch you... for this reach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's barely a reach up. I'm gonna see. Um, I'm gonna see what the hype is about Brian Edwards. Oh God, who the fuck is hyping Brian Edwards? Everybody and their mother. No, come on. He just that proto- prototypical wide receiver one. I mean, he has all the whole build. Apparently, his season's going better. But I mean, they said that last year. But another <laughs> year in the system. Yeah, I mean, I don't get me wrong. With your last pick. You just you swing in for the fences. Why not? I, I I don't hate it. I just personally, it's not one that I believe in. But I seem to remember somebody giving me a lot of shit over drafting Aaron Jones with my with uh, one of my last few picks, and uh, it worked out pretty well for me. I'm not gonna lie to you. So, uh, Team Seven takes T Y Hilton. Schmitty is on the clock. He currently has Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Travis Etienne, Trey Sermon at running back. His wide receivers are Terry McLaurin, C.D. Lamb, T. Higgins, Will Fuller, Elijah Moore. That's a fucking stellar core, dude. Uh, his quarterbacks are Justin Fields, Matt Stafford, and his tight end is Tyler Higby. That pick, he takes Alexander Madison, followed by J.D. McKissick, Terrence Marshall. I am back on the clock, and to be honest, I'm a little torn because I thought for sure I knew who I was going to pick. Because I thought one of these two guys would be gone, but neither one of them are. So I'm kind of like, all right, what do I do here? Which now that I'm looking at their ADPs, I don't know why I thought either one of them would be gone. Uh, oh, geez. And I forgot about Kadarius Tony. Yeah. So now I got three guys. So <laughs> I'm in between Kadarius Tony. Emmanuel Sanders and Josh Palmer. Um, I love, love, love Josh Palmer. I love what I saw on tape and the news today that they don't like Mike Williams is even more encouraging because Mike Williams drafted seventh overall and he has been bad. So, you know, obviously they can't wait to get him out of the fucking building. Josh Palmer was clearly drafted to be his back, to be to be his replacement, right? Very similar, yes. yeah, very similar builds and technique. You know what? I'm just gonna take my guy. I'm gonna take Emmanuel Sanders, even though Kadarius Tony has the chance, granted not much of one, but a chance to be the number one in New York. I'm gonna take the number two on the better offense. And take Emmanuel Sanders. So the last pick was Philip Lindsay. So let's talk about the draft, right? Um, Steven, 
you ended the draft with Ryan Tannehill, Dalvin Cook, Daryl Henderson, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, Cole Komet, Deontay Johnson, and Mike Davis as starters. Your bench is Jerry Judy, Brandon Cooks, Marvin Jones, Tony Pollard, and Tua. What do you think about your roster, and what do you think you did right, and what do you think you did wrong? I'm actually pretty happy with the way it turned out with not taking a running back in, in rounds two and three. Um, I got a little bit lucky that uh, that Henderson fell. I'm not going to lie because I, I pretty much be screwed if he didn't. I would have had to take Davis in the fourth, and I would not, I would not have liked that at all. Um, and then I'm, I'm happy with the wide receivers that I ended up with. I have a ton of upside with my three, four wide receivers. Um, I should have a solid floor with Jones, and I think Cooks is getting taken way too late and, and should be a pretty decent uh, wide receiver three, if not five. I mean, I, I can't go wrong with him as my fifth guy. So overall, I, I'm quite happy with my team. I would have liked Prescott to fall to me, but I'm fine with, t- with taking Tannehill. And then the upside of Tua, so. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't know why last year's quarterback eight is going in the ninth round. He, he People sleep on him. It's just like Cousins is always like from 10 to, or from nine to 14 or nine to 13. And he didn't even get drafted. You know oh what I mean? Oh, my God. It's, he really did not get drafted. No. So. I was just looking for him. I'm like, oh, yeah, where did he go? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's no, silly. It, right. So. I mean, I, I would think that if there was a couple more spots, you know, maybe Hayes would take him as a safe floor if Lance doesn't start week one or something like that. But, but yeah, I'm I'm quite happy with the way this turned out. <laughs> my, my gambles all paid off, which in, in a regular draft, most likely they won't. Uh, Ryan, how do you feel about your team? So you have a starting roster of Justin Herbert, a quarterback, Zeke Elliott, Antonio Gibson, Allen Robinson, Brandon Ayuk. TJ Hawkinson, Brand, uh, Robbie Anderson, LaVisca Chenault. And on the bench, you have Singletary, Mooney, Gainwell, Jared Cook, and Brian Edwards. So I, I feel like your your starting roster is pretty fucking tough. I mean, that's dope. But I'm not crazy about your bench, guys. Were, were you kind of thinking like, oh, they're bench guys. I want the floor. Instead of swinging for the fences, or I mean, it's, it's just it's obviously a different draft philosophy. Uh, you know, ex- explain to me. You know, once you fi- once you're just starting roster filled, what were you looking at? Well, I wanted to take some upside and some, um, at least with the wide receivers. I got you know Mooney was a good steal there. I think. Oh, I love Mooney. Uh, He's the one guy I love. Capital L. I- I'll 100% say that running backs got away from me. I got stuck with with the with the the runts of the litter I would say so I had to just deal with I had to just deal with that mess but you know I wanted to try to get some upside in a couple guys um I liked what they did with Gainwell in the preseason game so far with we'll to see how that plays out um Eagles are going to be a scary bet Singletary with Zach Moss having that hammy I mean he's not a sure bet but he can fill me in on the two other spots uh, the disgust when you say Edwards just makes me laugh. <laughs> well, if he wasn't so terrible, he I wouldn't be disgusted. I got one year out of him. We'll see what he ha- what happens. But 
Yeah, he has one year where he did. He has what three games above five points? Yeah, fantasy points. Yeah, he definitely had a quite a bit of time where he didn't do well. Especially, I mean, I can give it to him that he may have been injured all year for a little bit, but he did come back, and I think he played the last seven games and with what barely two targets. But we'll see what happens. Dreadful. (laughs) (laughs) Then again, Waller just gets fed in that offense. Oh, exactly. But. Yeah, it's a, it's it's pretty much the same thing that you're seeing in Baltimore. It's like they keep trying to make Waller less of a factor by drafting wide receivers, and they just can't fucking do it because they can't draft anybody that's good. You know? Yeah, I mean, he's getting what they got John Brown this year, and I think Edwards has higher up on the wide receiver list than him right now, so... Took a little gamble, but I will say most of my my bench is just somebody, some people that I wish they get some upside, but there's definitely going to be some changing around after week two, at week three. <laughs> yeah, um, but I gotta uh, say I'm ha- I'm happy about my starting lineup. I mean, plug and plays, high floor, very high ceilings on every one of those players. So, oh yeah, no, no, your starting lineup's dope. It's it's not that's not up for debate. So uh, that's going to bring us on to my team, which, uh, to be honest, I'm not thrilled with, but I don't hate either. Um, You know, typically I have much stronger running backs. So this is not what I'm used to seeing, but I have Kyler Murray, Kareem Hunt, Michael Carter, Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Logan Thomas at tight end. My flexes are Jamar Chase and Antonio Brown. On the bench, I have A.J. Dillon, Zach Moss, Amon Ross St. Brown, Giovanni Bernard, and Emmanuel Sanders. So, obviously, I ended the draft with Emmanuel Sanders, so I've already won. Which one of you bitches is coming in second? Uh, That's how this works, okay? Uh, So, obviously, like, my, my running backs are a huge weakness. Like, I don't have a legit true number one. Um, I would make the case that Michael Carter is that guy, but I don't fucking know. I'm guessing, you know, that's, that's the way it goes with rookies. <laughs> so, um, you know, Steven, do you think I can overcome my running back situation with my strengths in all the other spots or do, do you, you want think me to I'm... be honest? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, you, you need a ton of upside from Carter and you kind of got to hope that, Chubb misses games. Well, but I know I'm drafting Hunt. Assuming Chubb plays 16 games, that's I still think he's a top five, top 15 running back. I'd say you're making a trade this year. I would say I would say you would be making a trade as well. You I mean, I don't Kareem like top 15. No, I do. I just don't know how long it takes Michael Carter to get going to be top 24, and the other guys really are injury dependent. I mean, Bernard isn't, but how much from week to week can you depend on putting him in, him in your flex? And really the same thing with Moss right now. That's all. Well, uh, you know what I mean? Car- Carter could come out week one and be the, the, the gem of the Jets offense. And, and I hope it, that it is because that will make things a lot easier on, on Zach Wilson. And you and I both think he's going to have a pretty good season. So. But if he doesn't and he struggles and that offense struggles, you're in trouble. That's all. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. No, that's not up for debate. Of course. Um, I just I, I 
I believe a lot more Michael Carter than you do, just from judging off what I just heard. Uh, I think he's a lock for top 24. I don't think it's up for debate. And, you know, Kareem Hunt, like I said, he's pretty much locked in the top 15. So if I have, you know, basically two RB2s, uh, obviously it's not ideal. That's pretty rough. You know, I'd love to have an RB1, but, you know, if I have the positional advantage of Stefan Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins paired with what I project to be the QB1, I, I, I feel like I can make it work. Like, clearly the, the RBs are hurting me. That in my All that being said, but I don't know. It's tough to make heads or tails of this team, to be honest with you, the more I look at it. <laughs> it's like the more I love it, the more I hate it. <laughs> I just think you're, yeah, you're going to be playing. I mean, you'll plug in Hunt every week, but two weeks, Carter, maybe Dylan, trying to see if he can do something. Mm-hmm. It would be flip-flopping. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's a rough team. I, I I think I I mean I think I'm playoff bound, but I don't think I'm going any further than that personally. And uh since our listener league teammates were so nice to uh join us, let's go over their teams. So Id Cleric, ooh, he's got the stack. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, CEH, Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods, Darren Waller, Chase Edmonds, and James Connor are the starting lineup. Oh god. On the bench is Cole Beasley, Curtis Martin, Naheem Hines, Latavius Murray, and Blake Jarwin. I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I think this team's fucking bad. Uh, I don't like it. Aaron Rodgers is my QB 10, I believe. Um, Aaron Jones is a stud. CEH, get out of here. I love Lockett. I mean, I'm sorry. I hate Lockett. I love Woods. I just... I think all the wide receivers below Robert Woods are bad. I just, no, no, uh, no. I, I, If I had this team, I would be fucking pissed. I would have to agree with you. Um, started out decent and just kind of tailed off after, uh, I mean, we're, we're down on Lockett. Not everybody is. You know, really, Woods is his only quality wide receiver, so. Mm-hmm. That's gonna hurt. Starting running backs, I'm okay with those two. Stacking Arizona, I probably would rather avoid it than have to stack those two guys. It, it, it's a tough roster. Um, it would be mid, middle to lower end, I think, at the end of the season because he's, he's. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm not totally opposed to taking your own handcuff. Like, like, like you have Dalvin Cook, right? You took him at the one two. If you took Alexander Madison in the 13th round, mm-hmm. I got no bitches with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But when you have to take one in the 7th and the other in the 8th, man, yeah. like, no, no. That's too much, you know? Ryan, what do you think about Ed Cleric's roster here? I mean, am, am I are we alone, or do you kind of think this is a little rough? I definitely think it's rough. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I mean, you just start so great with Aaron Jones and then there were so many other people available than Clyde Edwards. I mean, I like him, but his wide receivers, I mean, Woods is, you know, stable as can be, but Lockett will be great one week, bad another, and we don't even know what that offense is going to be like anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
definitely yeah. – uh, he'd be looking to – I mean, I didn't even know what he would trade for. <laughs> what could he possibly trade away? Yeah, uh, exactly. That's what I meant. I, what could he trade away that somebody's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll give you somebody great. Yeah, Aaron Jones. <laughs> and then you're in the same ship pile. Yep. So uh, we'll move on to M. Hayes, 4985, in case you want to find him on Sleeper. And, uh, boy, you thought I love fucking rookies. Holy shit. Uh, so he started with Trey Lance at the QB1. Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift at running back. Wide receivers are Chris Godwin, Chase Claypool. Travis Kelsey, he took at the one five. I will never, ever, ever get on board with that at the one five. That's way too fucking high. Way too fucking high. Um, his flexes are Javonta Williams, Debo Samuel. And on the bench, he has Jarvis Landry, Tyler Boyd, Jamal Williams, Adam Trotman, and yet another rookie in Rondale Moore. Trey Lance is my QB one straight garbage. Cause he is straight up. Not going to start this year. He's not. I mean, he might at some point in the year, he's not starting week one and they're not going to have him start for as long as Jimmy Garoppolo can stay healthy. Is that one week is a 10 weeks? Who the fuck knows? But Trey Lance will never, ever, ever be my only QB in redraft. It's not going to happen. I would completely 100% agree with you. I, I, Other than Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, I don't think there's any rookie quarterbacks that start week, week one this year. Uh, I think Lance starts most likely, barring a, a severe injury to Garoppolo, after Fields and before Mac Jones. So I think he's the fourth quarterback to start this year. But he's definitely, I would take somebody else even if I take, I would take Kirk Cousins in the thirteenth round, just to have a guy to start Week One, mm-hmm. and then if Lance gets in, and I I know that Hayes is a San Francisco guy, you you ride it out with Lance and, and hope for the upside. But I, I'm gonna start the season with another guy, just in case. Or even if you want to take Garoppolo, you know, it's like yeah, it, and it's, it's, not, like it's, it's not like it's running backs where they're gonna split fifty fifty and either one of them is startable. One of them is going to be the the guy, right? Yeah, no, no, I would agree with that. I would, I would take somebody else. Like you said, even if it's Garoppolo, I'm fine with that. So quickly, we're going to talk about uh, Schmitty. Is uh, another guy from our listener league, and he was in this mock with us. Or you may know him by this motherfucker was chasing me down all fucking draft. So he starts with. I'll read his roster. I'm not going to do him dirty. So he's got Matt Stafford, who I'm super high on. Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Terry McLaurin, C.D. Lamb, Tyler Higby, Travis Etienne, T. Higgins. On the bench, he has Trey Sermon, Will Fuller, Elijah Moore, Justin Fields, Alexander Madison. Um, just intentional, unintentional, whatever. He was sniping me at every fucking turn. But at the same, uh, this team's fucking stacked. Like I, I look at this roster and I think championship. Am I right, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better draft. I mean, you'd see this and you're like, oh, this guy's locked and loaded. He's set. The Golden Gates have opened for him, and, and we let it happen. Yeah. I mean, what else can you say? Things just kind of fell into his lap. He reached when he needed to. It's going to be fun for me to face off in the championship game against him. Uh, Having the two backup top 
rookie running backs. I mean, I mean, I guess you can maybe fret on Higby, I guess, but no, I I, I, I like him. I like the Higby pick there because I'm if he, I debated taking Higby instead of of Tannehill, but I didn't want to pass on Tannehill because I knew I could take another tight end if I didn't get Higby. And I no, think I, Higby's I love got Higby with without Gerald without uh, Gerald Everett there. Man, the the sky's the limit for Tyler Higby. You know, uh, QB uh, QB upgrade in competition left town. That's the perfect combination for top five. You know, uh, do I think he'll get there? I think top five is a little high, but the the possibility's definitely there for sure. So I, I I'm not going to knock Higby by any means. Yeah, no, me either. I think that's pretty much going to wrap the episode. And uh, sorry we went a little long. We are so glad to have you guys here. Obviously, we love our listeners so much. Uh, Ryan, formerly Surf Dog, now Rye Bread on Sleeper. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, dude. You were an awesome guest. This is why we love reaching out to our listeners, man. Like, you're dope as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I I appreciate it guys. Honestly, it's uh it's been pleasant on the show. Uh, I had a great time. First time ever doing this. So, uh you guys made it easy and like I said, uh you guys are always amazing to listen to. So, I I would love to be back on again. We appreciate it. Oh, well, it's going to happen. You're going to be back on. You don't have a choice. Anybody that to- says we're awesome on the air, you're definitely <laughs> you're in. <laughs> So, uh, you know, obviously, like I said, Ryan is a member of our Dynasty Listener League. You could join our Redraft Listener League simply by emailing us and asking for a spot. How fucking simple is that? Send us an email to dddfantasyfootballgmail.com and say, hey, I want to be in the Listener League. Done. You're entered. We're going to choose the entrance at random. We want to have more and more people, so please email us. Ryan, simply for being a participant of this show, is automatically entered to win the giveaway. But he was already entered because he sent us an email and he shared a social media post. It's that fucking simple, guys. Share a social media post, send us a question, or be on the show. Whichever one's easier for you guys. and. You could win a full-size, I'm, I'm, I'm literally sitting directly next to it. It's right next to me on the desk. Full-size Tyree Kill Eclipse helmet, autographed, certified, delivered. It's going to come right to your fucking door. And you're going to get a custom stat jersey with his stats from the Super Bowl that they whoop some ass in. I mean, this thing is sweet, okay? And it, his signature is right on the number one out of ten. Obviously, his number, and it's beautiful. So you want to start a collection, you want to add to your collection, you just, a Kansas City fan, whatever it is, we got two prizes going to one winner, okay? Just get entered. It's free. It's easy. We're not asking for much, you know? And uh, if you have a judgment, we will make a special episode just for you and your friends. We will judge your trade. We will judge your mock. We will judge your draft. We will judge your team. Whatever you want. We're getting kind of buried in these 
and we're putting them out as we can. Our lives are very, very busy. And if you don't get your episode in a timely manner, we apologize. But we are trying. We're going to try to do as many as we can. So please keep sending them. And if you do, you are automatically entered to win the giveaway. You can also win the giveaway by going to our website, daydreamdegenerous.com, and signing up for our Patreon at the $5 tier. We thank you guys very, very much for supporting the show. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, Ryan, thank you again, dude, for being such a great guest. Obviously, you know, you did a great fucking job. You had a great fucking team. You drafted really well. And uh, do you have any parting words for our listeners? Uh, It's easy to get involved, guys. This podcast is great. Share, like, uh, get into that listeners league. It's going to be fun. Thank you so much. And Steven, do you have any parting words for the listeners? Suck it. (laughs) 